Dear Diary, this is the Pinball and Cool Stuff Podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back. Monday, April 22nd, 2019. Pinball and cool stuff brought to you by Superbands today. Superbands. All shapes and sizes for all pinball machines. Post rubbers, flipper rubbers, sleeves, you name it, we have it. Nothing is a Superband except for a Superband. Well, um, to start off with, I am feeling really good this Monday. I went for a run this morning, and um, if you haven't gone running before your work day, start doing it now. It's wonderful. Um, I don't really know what else, how else to describe it except for it gets your endorphins moving early in the morning, and then you wake up, uh, really wake up after you get your first mile in, and you feel about a million dollars better after mile number two, and then once you get home, shower off and get ready for work, you really do feel like a new man. Today I'm actually doing the PCS pod from my car again. It is hot and um, I have the air conditioning running, so there's a little background noise. I have some Ozzy Osbourne playing in the background as well, which you might hear. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what my, my day started like. Woke up, got my run in. Um, the feeling after a workout is something that's otherworldly. I don't know if you guys are fitness buffs or into fitness or working out, but if you are, um, you could probably relate. When you're done with a workout, your body feels so good and you feel kind of tired but rejuvenated and awake and you feel thirsty, you get a big cup of water in you. I'm telling you, the feeling after workout is one of the coolest feelings in the world. I think some of my friends can attest to this, those who are into fitness or, or just getting into it. Um, it's wonderful. It really changes your day. So what I try to do is I get a workout in the morning, whatever it is, a run or a, possibly a lift or something like that, and then get cleaned up, go to work and just feel good during the day, it gives my energy a boost. And then I try to do it again in the afternoon when I get home. Spend about 20, 30 minutes working out in the afternoon. That way I get it two times a day. So it's kind of like, once you get into it and get that routine going, it's just, it really is so healthy and healthful feeling. Um, it's one of those like natural human feelings, like the rush of playing pinball. When you play a really good machine, you play a really good game, you feel that rush. Uh, something that compares with that is working out. After you work out, you feel that rush. It's really comparable. And I, I'm always chasing that rush. Maybe that's why I love pinball. Because every time I turn a machine on, I feel it. I feel the rush of a new game and the rush of a high, a high scoring game, the rush of a, a five ball, multi ball, the rush of, of just trying to stay alive in a, in, a in a brutal game, let's say. You know what I mean? Like it's just, there's so many different feelings you can get, but that rush is the constant and it keeps me going. It's really cool. Um, what, did I, what did I do this weekend? I, I got off on Friday and I, I was. I put out a pod about the Wonka stream. I said, everybody make a plan for a good Easter weekend. I hope you guys did. I hope your Easter weekend was wonderful. I hope you spent a lot of time with your families and ate a ton of eggs and candies. I know I did. I probably gained three pounds this weekend. It was really fun. I was thinking yesterday about this pod, and I thought, you know, it's kind of turning into the pinball diary. That's why I started with my introduction today of Dear Diary. It's, not, it's kind of corny, but it really kind of is, and it's something I'd like to leave here on this world, you know, for my kids to enjoy. So hopefully, like, we can archive this pod and my kids, you know, 30, 40 years from now can see it and hear it and hear me and be like, oh, that's my dad. That's cool. You know, there he is. Um, I, you know, 
it's just something to think about. It's fun. But um, yeah, what is what is the topic for today? Pinball topics include uh, what's the buy sale frenzy that's going on? I don't know if you guys are pinsiders or looking around at pinside all the time, but the market on pinside is pretty hot in Southern California. What are your feelings about it? I'm looking at several machines. So about three months ago, there's a lot of Metallica pros being sold. Nowadays, there's lots of Lord of the Rings. There's lots of Trons. There's lots of Simpsons pinball parties. Why are these machines being liquidated now? Why? They're all good machines. You know, you might even say they're all great machines. I'm wondering what's the reason behind that. Um, there's obviously lots of new in-box options these days, and especially this spring and summer. So perhaps that's it. I mean, people are refreshing their lineups, getting tired of old machines, but I'm, I'm just really curious as to why it seems to be the same ones. Why? Um, the Simpsons Pinball Party is a Balser design, as you know. Lord of the Rings is a Gomez design. I don't know what relevance that has here, but yeah, I think Tron was a Lawler design. Um, seems funny, though, that the, uh, the ones that are being sold coincide with the ones that are being designed, the new ones coming out. That's something to think about. Maybe it's like out with the old Balser, out with the old Gomez, in with the new Balser, in with the new Gomez. Something to think about. Um, lots of new in box this summer, though, for real. So maybe everybody just wants their money. Um, so they can get get moving on to new pins, new in box. I myself am trying to limit to one new in box per year if I can, no more. That way I don't, you know, I have some sort of rubric to stay to, to stay honest to. Um, let's see, my review today. Medieval Madness. I played the remake at Brewski's Bar in San Diego not too long ago, and holy moly, that game is fun. Um, as you know, Chicago Gaming did a remake of it. The original is by Williams fantastic game art by John Yossi there you have him uh, designed by Brian Eddy the uh, famous Williams designer now with Stern medieval madness what doesn't this game have it has a catapult shot on the left side that's kind of like the Munsters uh, street drag racer shot except this one goes up not straight onto the play field it's got an incredible toy a castle in the middle that's kind of like the bash toy but it's not really a bash toy it's got like doors in it where the where the balls are entering through so for that reason, it's a very unconventional toy. It's, to me, the most original toy ever made in pinball. This castle has all sorts of features. Doors in front, a moat surrounding it, so if you don't hit the ball hard enough or clean enough, the ball does not progress into the castle. It drops into the moat. Um, the castle tends to blow up and crumble as you attack it. That's never been seen in pinball before or since. I don't know a toy in pinball that interacts with the player as much as Medieval Madness. That's that's my long and short of it. That toy is insane. When you dis when you break down this castle, it like collapses and lights up with fire and everything else. It's just something that I think is pinball magic. That is pinball magic, Medieval Madness. Um, the shots are very, very clean and very, very flowy. The ramps are kind of steep, but it's really, really cool. One thing this game has that most, if not all pinballs have, don't have, excuse me, is like these ramp diverters. So like the ramp, if you don't make the ramp, um, there's a diverting there's a diverting tab on the ramp. So when the ball comes back down, it doesn't go straight down the middle. Um, so you'll notice that there's like little cuts on the ramp about a, like three, four inches up on the ramp. You'll see the ramp has two levels to it. And that is a smart design by Brian Eddy to make sure that you weren't just going drain, drain, drain if you don't make the ramps. Really neat, really smart, very well thought out. I think this, they have the same style of thing as a diversion on the orbit on the right side as well, if I remember correctly. But overall, this game has it all. Um, Chicago Gaming sold out of remakes. I don't think they have a single one that they that they have available anymore for sale. There's not a distributor you can buy it from. 
It is, I think it's like, it's got to be the most high demand game ever made, including now. Um, in, in fact, Chicago Gaming is going to be doing another production run of them probably in the next month, according to all sources. Even distributors are saying this. So they're doing another run. It's like, it's incredible. The game just won't die, and it, it really shouldn't die. I think it's timeless. Um, this is a title that I, I really wish I could have. I think maybe someday I'll get a chance to own one. But the air price pretty high, brand new, over eight grand. Um, you know, and an original used is going to be seven at least, and then a used remake is going to be at least seventy-five. So you're paying big money for one of these machines. But um, I give it a nine out of ten. The only reason why it might not be a ten out of ten is the code's a little shallow, but it's super fun anyway. It's, it's not a very long game, um, but. It, that's why Monster Bash is cool too. It's it's a quick game. You can get through it fast. It's just fun. You can beat it. Um, it's beatable. You know, there's not like fifty thousand modes and sub modes and eight multi balls you got to achieve. It's very quick to get to the battle for the kingdom, which is the wizard mode in Medieval Madness. Um, but yeah, that's my review of Medieval Madness. Go go play it if you have a chance. In Southern California, they have one at Mission Control. They've got uh, one at uh, Museum of Pinball. They've got one at Brewski's Bar in San Diego. Those are your spots. Have fun with it. Put a bunch of money in there to keep them on location. What haven't I played that I want to do a little review on? How about Full Throttle by Highway Pinball? Highway Pinball, the famous company which last year went out of business, which also produced Alien, which I have played, They also their first game was Full Throttle. Now, Full Throttle had mixed reviews, but I have never played it, so I'm reviewing what I'm looking at. The art is pretty cool. It's very red. Um, it's got powder-coated armor. The playfield design, I don't remember a whole lot about, but it does have an LCD screen in the middle of the playfield, which also Alien has. Um, but what's interesting is the ramp configuration. So it's got this like symmetrical ramp style on the playfield. The ramps cross right to left, so your, your right ramp goes over the playfield to the left flipper, and your left ramp goes over to the playfield to the right flipper. And they intersect. The ramps actually intersect, which is really unique and really clever. I don't think another game has that. Um, so I'm interested to play it. I can't wait. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks very fast. It's a motorcycle-themed game. So uh, why not have it be a fast game with a lot of cool sound effects? We have one at the Museum of Pinball. It just seems to be broken all the time. So hopefully we can get it back fixed uh, and working again. Uh, I'd really be interested to play it. I'm, I'm always looking forward to playing games I've never played. That's high on my list, everybody. But um, I, I, I envy you if you have played it. I understand there's quite a few of them out there in the wild, so good for you if you have. I'm looking forward to it someday. You know, what was I doing last night? What do I do almost every night? I play pinball and I play Red Dead Redemption. My cool stuff topic today is about Red Dead Redemption Part 2. Now, they didn't call it anything different. They said Red Dead Redemption 2. I, th I found that to be interesting. because the, the title of the second game in the series, which is Red Dead Redemption, was a change from Red Dead Revolver, which was the first game in the series. This is a game for Xbox One and PS4 now. So Red Dead Redemption 2. It is the funnest video game in the history of video games. If you haven't played it, go play it. Ah, excuse me, I got some water in. Um, the game is literally everything you could ever want in a video game. It's got incredible graphics, it's got brilliant colors, an incredible story for the player to engage in. Um, it, it literally is an 80 hour single player campaign mode, so if you're looking for a game to spend $100 on and feel like you got your money's worth, this is your game. But you can buy it used now for 40 bucks all day, so go out and buy a used copy if you haven't bought it yet. But for real, this game is so much fun. It, the open world in itself, it takes like 20 minutes to cross on the game. 
So if you're at one end of the map and you want to get to the far opposite other end, it's going to take you 20 minutes. The map is humongous. It's so fun to explore. And I'm just talking about like open world exploration. I'm not even talking about the campaign or the missions during the single player mode. It's just like, go mess around, go fishing, go hunting for coyotes, go ride your horse through a forest, go ride your horse through a desert, go to an old beat up Western town and go check out the general store. It's like this reality of a game that is just unmatched in modern gaming. And I consider myself a gamer. I consider this the best game of all time. Um, prior to this, it was Grand Theft Auto, also made by Rockstar Studios, which is in San Diego, California. Rockstar did, uh, did Red Dead as well. These guys are, they, they're it, man. Rockstar's it. They are the, you know, the Valley Williams of yesteryear of today's gaming. They are the one and only best provider of games. Their games are timeless. Their games are untouchable. So, you know, we're playing online mode now, right? So online mode is versus other players. If you want to, you can go online and play with other players and be all cooperative and nice, or you can go online and battle other players in the open world. It's up to you. The game has an incentive program for battling players or not. It's kind of incentivizes being a peacemaker, which is kind of cool, uh, because typically the players in Grand Theft Auto are just always killing each other. So it's kind of nice to know that the game is promoting peace instead of promoting war. But if you want to go battle it out and have some fun just skirmishing other players, you're more than welcome to on the game. Um, and I consider myself sort of a middle-of-the-ground guy. I'm not very good at the game, of course. I'm just messing around. But I consider myself like a halfway peacemaker, halfway warrior. Um, it's just it's fun to just mess around, I guess. Mess around with other players sometimes and you know pick someone off from across the map. Or uh, go fishing with a guy you never met before. It's just fun. So yeah, I, I, I really enjoy the game. I bought it as soon as it was released on October 26, 2018, last year, and I've played it almost every day since. And if that's not a testament to a new video game, I don't know what is. The actual purchaser is still playing it six months later um, with full, with a full schedule, you know what I mean? Like, I've got a lot going on, but I always find time for Red Dead, and I always find time for pinball, as you know. So that's my cool stuff topic. Go play Xbox One. It's a great system. PS4, I don't really have much against PS4, but I'm just a Microsoft guy, kind of blood in, blood out, so that's my devotion and my allegiance. Um, I know lots of guys who play PS. I just think that Xbox One might have a better uh, interface when it comes to multiplayer and when it comes to chatting and interacting with your friends online, so I prefer it. Um, what location are we reviewing today? Let's talk about Brewski's Bar. Um, you know, I think I did that already. I don't know. Um... I have a little pinball story about it anyway. He was selling uh, Gilligan's Island, which I've told you about. Um, the guy has an awesome lineup there. Um, trying to see. No, I haven't reviewed Brewski's Bar. Let's talk about it. So he's in San Diego off the Miramar exit off the 15 freeway. So the guy named Aaron owns it. And the way I met him was I went down there looking for a Gilligan's Island that he was selling. And you guys know my story about Gilligan's Island. I was My, my buddy had it when I was growing up. It was like the, one of the first pins I ever played. And I found it really interesting and fun, and it's kind of what got me really into pinball. And it's an art by John Yowsey, designed by, I want to say, Pat Lawler. Um, not sure, 100%. Maybe Gomez, but I'll double-check that. So anyway, I go into this bar called Brewski's Bar, and it's right next to a strip club, incidentally, which I think the owner of Brewski's owns as well. And I walk into this place, and guess what's there? It's got a, hundred, like, a whole bunch of cabinets on the right side, arcades, and a whole bunch of pins on the left, like six or seven of them. And uh, I looked at his Gilligan's Island, I shook his hand, I said, hi, my name's Ian. We talked about the game, I played it a little bit. It just wasn't the right price for me, so I kindly uh, 
you know, turned it down, and I just said thank you, but no thank you. But I played a little bit of the lineup there. He had ACDC there, Medieval Madness Remake, AFM Remake, Houdini, Iron Maiden, uh, Metallica, I think. So he's really into the new Stearns. Um, I don't think he had any JJPs there when I when I was there, and no older Williams games or otherwise. So like he's more into the new stuff. Um, he's a really he's a really cool operator, and uh, it's just a neat location. So like the, the games are a buck each. Um, they serve good food, good drinks there. It's a bar mainly, so you're expecting craft beer and stuff like that there. Um, decent place. Got a neat like looking bar there. But really, the focus to me is the games because they're 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 right there and and the arcades are set to free play so that's really nice you get to go there and just enjoy video games if you want for nothing or go pay to play pinball and i understand the pinballs are more expensive to operate so they got to charge you for those um but that's nice you know like that they give something for free and i played some rampage there i played some gauntlet played some street fighter mortal Kombat. i think they had an area 51 there it's really fun. Go there with your friends. Um, that, that guy, that guy's a neat guy, and they get, they run a really cool spot there. So whenever I get a chance to go to San Diego, I'm gonna swing by. I'm gonna check him out and see what games he has on location at the time. Brewski's Bar, San Diego, California. Don't miss it. You know, I don't think we have much else today. Um, we'll be doing another pod later this week. I am uh, teaching on Thursday night, and I find time during my class breaks there to do my pod outline so I'm going to be coming out with pods hopefully every three or four days based on the time I get to create the outlines. Um, one thing I noticed this week I was listening to uh, Kaneda. He was talking about Wonka again. He was talking about he's got a stream based on Black Knight impressions. That's his second or third one. Um, but he's got he's got so much material. So much so. Kaneda uh, again is putting out more and more review material and marketing analysis of these new games coming out. Another cool pod out yesterday. So I'm really impressed with him. Um, but uh, I don't have much else. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's the end of our pod for the week. In the meantime, be true to yourselves. Be true to your families. Go home, hug your children, hug your wives, hug your boyfriends and girlfriends, and hug your pets. PCS Podcast out. It never